Hello. Hello. Welcome to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto, and we've got Dr. Uva Ball in the house. Welcome, Dr. Ball. Yeah, hi. So, uh, devastating news first. Uh, I just read that the... Remember the Russians or whoever blowed up the dam in Russia and yeah. flooded, flooded, whatever. Yeah, we just talked about this like in the last episode. I know. And then it was almost nothing to see what will happen with that nuclear plant. So now it turns out that one of the reactors, like the things, is running out of cooling water. Uh-oh. And that was Chernobyl. That was Fukushima. That is how it all goes down. And tomorrow, they were supposed to arrive today from the international nuclear, uh, whatever, like, you know, they troubleshoot. So, and they were not there. They didn't make it to the nuclear plant because there's also war and floods and so on. And so hopefully they can arrive tomorrow. But it's exactly what I said. You remember that I said the, the hydropower for cooling the nuclear plant was combined, connected to the dam. Yeah. Now the dam is gone. The water, of course, was dispersed everywhere. And now the level of water to cool the uh, reactor, like the, the center of it, is low. And I hope that they figure out what to do. Jesus. Yes, they need water. I mean, it's in the, in the end very, very easy. When you watch on Netflix the plays, uh, the days, it's about Fukushima, the Japanese show, it was very good. And it, it, it crystal clear, it's very simple, right? It was in Fukushima, you had the, the, the tsunami, everything got flooded. So the diesel generators and everything, you had the earthquake before. So they were all flooded, nothing worked anymore. So the pumps, the water pumps, were gone to pump more water into the nuclear center tank where the where, where the powerful uh, um, the core core yeah. is so and if this doesn't happen it's only a question of time when the water is gone and then the whole thing melts through the wall and that is it it's yeah. so simple how it show it's, it's it's kind of simple but it's Badly simple because if it's out, it's over. Then you have the the mega gal, right? So you have the, the the total next Fukushima Chernobyl disaster. It's just and horrible. I mean, it's so absurd. The whole fucking war, the whole day, I am reading messages. The Ukrainian won this other town back. What is totally rubble now? Then the Russians fighting back. The Russians flying with airplanes over Ukraine and bombing it. The Ukrainians striking back. It's just so silly, right? So it's it's kind of like that we in our time and age have to seize this and not saying, oh, wait a second, step back both like Zelensky and Putin, just step two steps back. What the fuck are you doing? You know, Zelensky will say, I'm just defending my home country. Yes. And Putin will say, ah, I'm freeing the Russian people here. No, both need to stop. Like, they need to sit down and stop. Oh, God. 
But I yeah. saw it coming yeah. that the thing, that the subject matter, when the, when the nuclear plant subject matter disappeared out of the news, I felt it will come back into the news and it just happened here. Oh boy, we're in a fucked up situation right now, aren't we, huh? Yeah, I hope uh, that, uh, because that would be collateral damage, right? If there is a Chernobyl uh, situation. Well, that'll wake people up really fucking quick. Yeah, so I know, pay, but it pay attention. Like it, it kind of makes the war uh, uh, look like nothing. Unnecessary. I yeah. mean, it's over, right? So it will be like a thousand kilometer around um, where they have to have a corridor and then they they need to, again, like Fukushima and Chernobyl, also sacrificed a lot of people trying to solve the situation and save the situation and died from the uh, radioactivity, you know. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's so bad. I just, uh, the stupidity of that war is pissing me off. And also, the, the other thing today was also here in the Spiegel in Germany, that the water flooding made like the ukrainian agra they do they do wheat right so they do a lot of producing for the for africa and so on uh, destroyed it completely it will take huh. 20 years before that all that flooded fields can grow again that was another news of today and this will cost millions of people in africa's life because the ukraine was one of the biggest, like, like uh, here, uh, the, the wheat, corn, whatever, like, uh, agricultures on the planet. And from there, it's easier to deliver stuff to Africa. And every year, millions of tons of stuff was transported down. And next year, there will be no harvest. And yeah, next year, and then the next year after that, and next year yeah, after that. Yeah, exactly. And then people in Africa, millions dying and in Africa and starving, but it looks like they don't care about them. So they are whining about another three people dead in a bomb, with a bomb thing. But the consequences of that war uh, of, for human lives around the globe, especially in Africa, in the Ukraine, is horrible and needs to get changed. You know, like it needs to get stopped. It's crazy. And from this, I saw an interesting interview. Noam Chomsky, he's now 94, that more socialist philosopher, but a big thinker of the, the 20 and 21st century. And he's still totally sharp. Like his brain's absolutely sharp. He talked to Piers Morgan, like the more tabloid journalist from England. Yeah. And, and he said... When you really, because they talked about China and the threat with China and Taiwan and threat of nuclear war. And Noam Chomsky, Chomsky, I think, said a very good thing. He said, where are the threats from China? He sees the threats all coming from the United States. And it's kind of true. But when you really would do research, you see all the talk is from us, basically. All the talk is from the West against China. Like, ah, we know what you want to do. You want Taiwan. We will defend it. You cannot take Taiwan. There will be uh, whatever massive consequences. There is not one real written statement from China 
that they want to invade Taiwan. It's all our interpretation of our media steering the pot. That is what Noam Chomsky, Chomsky said. He said he looked it up and he doesn't find it. I mean, and that is the thing. It's like, and then I saw it. True. All the panicky thing about China and Taiwan, we know only from CNN, Fox, and and and. Yeah. You know where is the statement from China? From China, we swallow Taiwan in four months. Where is it? I mean, that is the thing. It's it's not really there. You know, and that is the thing. It's like. Uh, and he said, when you see the aggressive foreign policy of the United States over the last 30 years, um, it's this kind of like, they're always downplay it to, they have to fight for freedom or instill working for the innocent, whatever, like, but it's not. I mean, when you really boil back to the Vietnam War, why America got involved? I mean, it doesn't, in retrospective, it doesn't make any sense. So you have in Vietnam a state far away from America where parts of Vietnam want to be basically part of the, the Chinese Mao revolution are uh, like the North Vietnam want, want to be not part of China, but they want to be also communists, that country. Okay. And, then, and then the other part were more capitalistic and like... Uh, as Vietnam is like uh, holidays, whatever, like more capitalistic orientated. So then there started basically a civil war, right? But why America got involved? China is right next door, but they didn't send troops. They helped the North Vietnamese with weapons, but they didn't went into the fight. But the U.S. went straight into the biggest disastrous war they ever went in. Well, a lot of a lot of people say that Vietnam was a mistake, though. You know, no, it was a total mistake, and ended as a fiasco, as we all know, with the helicopters from Saigon in the last moment before the city got taken. But look, Vietnam now. I mean, there is, there is also a thing like when you when you would would sit things out. A lot of times they don't turn out so disastrous as the prophecy was. Vietnam now you can travel. I mean, the communists won, the North Vietnamese won, but time weakened the regime, and now Vietnam is a holiday paradise. Is uh, uh, you can travel safe. You, you know, they have nothing against America. Now, as Americans, you can travel to Vietnam, whatever. To the horror thing, the North would win. We need to get involved in the war. Was an illusion. No American soldier had to die in the Vietnam War in retrospective. And so, and Afghanistan, basically the same. You know, now the Taliban took over. Now it's way worse as it was before the troops arrived. And uh, so what's the point for a 20 years war in Afghanistan? Yeah. You know? yeah it's, it's, it's just like it's, it's so wrong. And that we can spill over to Putin now too. It's so wrong to take military action. It's just wrong. It's not the way we can handle things anymore. And we have to step away from it, I think, in total. It's, it's, it's just nothing happened. We had in Germany yesterday and today we have the biggest NATO uh, 
air defense maneuver, like a test, you know, like a rehearsal, basically, you can say. And here are nonstop, when I look out of my window, within an hour, I see like five, six jets all over Germany, all the way to the west of Poland, to, uh, uh, so it's, it's Germany, US, Britain, France, so they're all like showing the muscles to Russia. Wow. You know, so, and I mean, I'm not, the, the army has to train, right? So, I mean, there's no way around it, the, 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 the Air Force too. I mean, it's not uh, around it, but of course they want to show Putin don't even think attacking us, you know, but I don't think Putin thinks he, he can attack us. He's not a total idiot, you know, so I think he knows he's so deep in shit with the Ukraine war and he basically wants to get out of it. And we have to make it happen that he gets out of it without losing his position yeah he doesn't want to lose any face yes so if we if we cannot we do everything to destroy his face and uh yeah to shame him and to make him look like a bad person and everything i i get it even biden said that he was a murderer didn't he yeah and that he should be trialed in den haag blah 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 you know and uh, uh, I, I think it's idiotic, you know, why all this threat? Why not keeping it calm, trying to come to a standstill of the, uh, you know, of, of the uh, uh, nah, a standstill of the war that they don't proceed anymore with the fighting. I think that should be the biggest motivation uh, right now from the West and not like, yeah, Ukraine, fuck them up, kill them all, throw them out of Russia. Yeah, war is a bad thing. People need to stop treating it like it's a fucking sports game. Exactly. And that is what the West is doing because they're sitting at home and watching it only on the couch. They're not involved. And so if they would be really involved, they would see it totally different. It's ridiculous. You know, and uh, uh, I, I think it's uh, yeah, it's an American thing. Americans are very like territorial, very team based, and xenophobic. You know, yes, and and kind of scared. You know, like this kind of like uh, too fast, too hectically acting. In, in, instead of uh, maybe a little longer uh, looking at things and trying to understand what's going on and then doing something what de-escalates. I think that should be the, the idea. So talk about de-escalation. Donald Trump. Oh, uh, Mr. Indictment. Yeah. Well, 37 counts and surprise, surprise, he said he's not guilty. Yeah, of course. He will never admit anything, even if somebody filmed him doing things, right? So, uh, well, we've got fucking audio of him. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but look, the, the thing is this. Where, where I think that indictment also will go nowhere. 
is my personal opinion. I think it's the wrong indictment. It's not what he should get invited for. I mean, he should get invited for everything, but he should get get invited for denationalizing a coup and uh, uh, supporting a coup attempt with the capital rights. But I think also uh, it's so like cheap to try to find this kind of like 37 cuts for normal, like normal people, people from whatever the country. They see only one crime here, what they don't even think is a crime. You take boxes with shit and files from the White House after you're done as a president to your private property. So that is what he did, right? So what else he did? He showed it to other people. He Well, what was in the boxes? You know what I mean? Some fucking pretty sensitive shit. I mean, there might have been garbage in there, too, but... He was bragging about its content. Yeah, but what is the sensitive shit? I mean, we have to be realistic here. We're living in a time of internet. And well, are they really going to tell us? Are they really going to be like, okay, the, the 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 plans to bomb Iran, you know, like they're not going to tell us because they're secrets. And that's yeah, the problem. But A, they're also not in the box. You know, yeah. it's not like a, here's the binder that what we do if Putin wins. Here's the binder what we do if Iran has a nuclear bomb. I don't think that files exist. I don't even think they have a plan what to do. I think when you see really what the politics actually doing in the very end, they're winging it. <laughs> they're reacting to the situation day by day. And well, a, lot, some- a, lo- a lot of it I heard, a lot of the... Um, counts against him are based on testimony from other people that all of the testimony corroborates against Trump. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. But still, the, 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 the main question is, and I heard the judge is an appointed judge from Trump, so he's a Republican and maybe sees it a little more how I my interpretation here is. My interpretation of it is that even a jury will say, what's the point? Nobody gives a shit about that files. He didn't took like the nuclear code to destroy the world file. Mm. Or all the passwords of every CIA agent in the world. Well, how the fuck do we know that? No, I, I know. <laughs> no, 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 I know we don't know it. But I just assume. I just assume that it's uh, not the case. I don't know. I don't know, my friend. I'm thinking there must be something in there that's damning, that's important, because they're really going for this. They want to set an example here. I mean, we're not going to ever know the true secrets of the U.S. government because, you know, everybody can just look up on the news. Like you say, like, is China really going to, uh, you know, signal that they're going to attack Taiwan? I think if they did, they would never tell us. You know what I mean? So, like, all these secrets, they're meant to be secrets for a reason, but the reaction is so sharp, it leads me to believe that there's something important there that he shouldn't have fucking been seeing. You know, like, what if he did have all of the codes to, like, all of the spies? You know, what if he had something really sensitive and, you know, he's he's storing it in his fucking bathroom? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Oh, he has the P tapes. 
<laughs> yeah, no, you never know. I think that shit's real, the P-tape. I think that's how Putin has him. I think that they had cameras in that hotel and Trump had a fetish. He had he they they volunteered prostitutes to come in and pee on him. And Putin said, well, I will make this tape public unless you, you know, do my bidding. And Trump's like, yes, yes, pastor. You know what I mean? Oh, they said, well, I thought the PK was not in the White House boxes. It's impossible. But, uh, I mean, uh, you know. But anyway, I, I don't know. I think that, I think that Trump is going to be fucked because even if one third of these accusations stick, He's still gonna go to jail for at least twenty years. There's like two hundred years of of, uh, of jail time in this. Yeah. So my prediction is not going to jail at all. No. Huh. My, my prediction. Let's see. Yeah, but look, they, is he a flight risk? Why? Why he's not in jail now? Did he did bond or what? It's because he's a former president. They're trying to treat him better. I guess that's a good question. Why is he not in jail? Because it sets a bad precedent. I think that he'll get charged and then he'll get put on house arrest for the rest of his life. That's what I think. I don't think he's going to go inside of a cell, but I think he's going to get charged. They just want to destroy his chance to get reelected. Yes, they want to make it so he can't go and run as president, which is fine by me. Like I said, put DeSantis up there, but that's just me, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. It's Trump, Trump, Trump. Unbelievable. He's fucked. I think he's fucked. It's going to be very interesting to see in the coming weeks or months or however long this plays out uh, what happens. Will Trump be able to stretch this out past the election or will it fuck his chances at the election? Yeah, we will see. I mean, uh, uh, I would be happy if he is not running for the next president. So, uh, you know... I, a lot of the people that you I think Chris, Chris Christie is the better candidate. I personally think from the Republicans, Chris Christie is the best candidate. Is he running? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because he's good. He's like... He, he is more hands-on. He's not totally right-wing. He's not a crazy conspiracy theorist. <laughs> he's just a conservative fat guy from New Jersey. So. I did, I remember a couple of years ago you were making fun of him. Like, <laughs> no, I know. But now when you pick, you really want the priest Mike Pence. No, you know, or or you want Santis. Uh, uh, I I I mean, if Mike Pence gets the nomination, then the whole world will like abortion will be outlawed and sex will be against the law and like. <laughs> We'll all have but to go to church on Sunday. Okay, but where's DeSantis then different? Where is that, he different? I'm hoping that DeSantis uh, changes some of his policies. I agree that the abortion stance on his side is extreme. I'm not saying that I would vote for DeSantis. I'm hoping that he gets the Republican nomination, though. Because if any of those people would happen to win, if DeSantis won, I wouldn't feel as disappointed because... Some of the things that he he says, some of some of his policies are actually pretty good. Some of them are a little bit extreme. I think he needs to come down off his high horse. But compare him to Pence or to Trump; they're like a thousand times worse. No, that is true. I mean, Pence is like uh, 
I don't even know what to say, you know? So Pence is uh, like the fucking Sunday school teacher who beats you with a ruler. <laughs> that is also possible. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know who will run. I don't even know if Biden will be alive next year. <laughs> you know? Well, they're all pretty fucking old. Trump just turned, what, 77 today? It's his birthday. Happy birthday. Let's sing it. No? From Trump? Yeah, this Trump's birthday, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I get uh, next week. It's my birthday, June 22. So. Uh, and you're turning what? Like 55? 58. Oh. Getting older by the day. Oh, you're still uh, young, man. Don't worry about it. No, I, I keep going till I drop down dead, so it's all good. So uh, <laughs> we'll see. I'm watching right now. Um, uh, so Ted Lasso, I'm almost finished with on Apple. I'm a soccer fan. That is the reason I, I really like the show. Uh, uh, you know, with Jason Sudeikis, very heartbreaking, sad, funny, everything, light. And sometimes a show like this uh, is good. You know, to have a show like this actually uh, happening uh, and watching everything else. So much so heavy stuff, so dark stuff can be also not always uh, the situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, of yeah. Course. And uh, then um, I'm watching also on Netflix is the sixth part um, about the Tour de France. It's like... Did you ever saw Race to Success, the Formula One doku, what they have already four seasons or whatever on Netflix, where they're really behind the scenes of the Formula One race driving. And now they did the same thing with, uh, <clears throat> with, the, uh, um, with the Tour de France, the, the, the biking. And uh, it's just insane. The crashes on the bikes you see there were like 50 people like falling over each other down in a ditch and everywhere. It's just unbelievable. And then they're getting all up, bloodied up, get another bike and drive another four hours. Yikes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like almost every day a marathon they have to do, right? So for like three weeks, like 20 times every day with no day off, like three hours, Five hours, six hours, four hours, five hours. It's insane. That's got to fuck your body up after a but, while. No, totally. And they're all like cripples later. So it's like, I mean, biking is so healthy in a way, you know, because it's like, uh, but if you do this, that is maybe good for your cardio system, but it's like for your bones and everything. I mean, falling on the asphalt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it happened. It happened there uh, a lot. Yeah, so a news from uh, First Shift, uh, the film is cut, we locked the cut, and, Great. Now, and now the film is for, uh, just got the Roy is composing the music right now, then we have um, uh, working on a trailer now, uh, the editor, and uh, Waller, sound design, DI, color correction, few CGI shots, are all now starting immediately. So, and I hope that in around six weeks is the final mix and mastering. And so we have the film end of July 
beginning of August, basically ready to show. Yeah. So. Perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm working on other films, uh, trying to get cast again, trying to work with casting agents and moving forward. But of course, right now it's a big question mark. The writers are still on strike. And it looks like July 1st, the actors will go on strike. Yeah. What, what means the end of any filming? That could be good for first shift. We said that already. When a finished film is available and people could buy it, uh, it's good for the time when nothing gets made. But the the other problem is that I will not get actors and reading scripts also for my future projects, right? So I don't know how they handle it. If the actors go on strike, you make an offer, you send the script, are they allowed to read it or are they not only not allowed to shoot a film, but they're allowed to read scripts or they don't care? I don't know, but it could be that the casting agencies and the, the agencies from the actors basically shutting down in a way then too. You know, they don't want to be like, because you saw so many movies now got shut down, even movies in the middle of the shoot because of solidarity from the producers with the writers. So, um, and um, I have no clue how that will all play out. Well, you know, a movie is going to be, if they're not allowed to be a little the oh. reading it from the page is like so stiff you know what i mean no 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 i'm not talking about reading it from the thing like no i mean let's say the actors are not allowed to film the film they are on strike oh the actors the, okay the actors, yeah. the actors i'm not talking about the writers now but if the actors cannot film so that what will happen then are they allowed to sit at home yeah and read and, it and read yeah. the script Oh, and then also, of course, they will have a hard time saying yes to a new project when the old project got stopped in the middle of the shoot or moved because of the, you know, like when you say, okay, you have time in October to shoot a film with me, then they will say, yeah, maybe yes, maybe not. I don't know how long the strike is. I don't know what happened to the film I was hired to do in July. Oh yeah, you know that could make it very problematic to get these people activated to confirm. I do this film with you, you know. Oh yeah, it's gonna fuck up everyone's schedule. Totally, because the schedule is then totally fucked up, and that is the biggest problem here. I think that is a is a is a real problem. Because some of these actors are booked for years in advance, so. Yes, you know, and. I think that's yeah, not so, not so easy, you know. Yeah. Well, let's hope that this strike um, gets you know worked through quickly, so we can get back to work. You know. Sure, that would be good. You know, I mean, you never know um, how this. Uh, how this plays out in the end so i i really don't know and uh, the studios are going to see that their revenues are going down because they need new content and then they're going to be more susceptible to make a deal it's just a matter of time they have to squeeze their nuts a little bit 
Yeah, but it's not only this, right? So it's, uh, I think it's. Because uh, what they're arguing about is the streaming uh, revenue from Netflix and HBO Max. Like, like, like you put your movie on there and they want a better cut. It's what you've always been complaining about, about how they'll give you like a $10,000 down and then you get no revenue cut from there on of the streaming, no matter how many people view it. It's an unfair advantage. It's a, it's a blossoming new uh, platform that's being manipulated by the studios and they're taking like 99% of the profit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's also like, I mean, I, I we discussed that already, you know, that they say, okay, but we also have flops. What is with flops? Like bombs. Yeah, of Are course. money back from you guys, right? So, I mean, they argue this way. Yeah, but, you know, it's subjective because... Like, for example, if if In the Name of the King was advertised on Facebook, of course the numbers would go up. If it's if nobody knows that it's fucking there, uh, only a certain number of people who are looking for it are going to watch it. So if something is on Netflix's main page, which is usually like their first party shit, of course it's going to get more hits than one of ours. It's unfair advantage for their first party things, first of all. Uh, and second of all, I don't know. I just feel like they they jip us. They um, they know that they have the advantage, and thus they lowball offers. You know what I mean? They, yeah. I think it, it needs to stop. Yeah, but they also, in a way, uh, what I think is um, they lowball some people. And other people, they totally overpay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, and that they should also uh, uh, think about this. You know, they should think a little about it. That why for a streaming film, Ryan Reynolds gets the same money like he's doing Deadpool, but yeah. Deadpool makes seven hundred million dollars box office first before it comes to the stream. Yeah, let's be honest. Nobody cares about Ryan Reynolds outside of Deadpool. I agree with that. Yes, and that is what I mean. So why then they are able? I mean, it's it, uh, heads up for the for the, uh, <laughs> uh, nah, uh, for the agents that the agents are able to pull this off for the actors to make them so much money. Uh, congratulations, you know. But uh, overall. I mean, it's 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 absurd that Netflix gets blackmailed to this, into this. They should give some people way less money, as uh, as they do right now, and they would yeah. still work for that amount of money. They have a risk-free. Look at Adam Sandler. His his stuff in the uh, in the movie theaters got less and less uh, watched. You know. And now he can still make his films, and I like Adam Sandler, with Netflix. They pay it all, but why he should get more as two, one or two million bucks playing the lead in his own productions? Why he should get 10 or something? Because when he did like Hefty, did all the, the, the 
the big shows he did before were the massive successes on the box office. So it cannot be that his pay is connected to the big times when he was big uh, in the movie theaters, and he's not anymore. You know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I, I think that I just don't don't get it. Why they are so stupid to fall in the traps of the agents milking them? Yeah. Yeah, you know. So Adam Sandler would not get from a studio the backing to make a twenty-five, thirty million dollar comedy to to get the wide release in the movie theaters anymore. He would not get it because the problem is the release costs. Yeah, Adam Sandler uh, earned. A good ten million per picture, like twenty years ago, and that was that was uh, that he earned it honestly because those movies would make like three hundred million dollars. Yes, or but two hundred million, you know. But then the DVD and video and rental and pay per view. So, but now, and I mean that is like coming to the back to the original article. Uh, uh, is uh, what was last week about the, the streamers that nobody makes money. They're all losing money. So now everybody wants more money from them, but they don't have a clue how to actually make money with the stuff they produce. And it's very simple. They destroyed the, the studio system, but the studio system was the one what was working. Yeah. You know, that it was working to put a movie out in the movie theater. Because then everybody knows it from TV spots, from outdoor advertising, from the movie theater, and then you pay, you get the Blu-ray and DVD out, and then you get a uh, 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 pay-per-view out, an airplane, and ships, and hotel TV, and then you get uh, pay TV and cable and free TV and streaming. Then you make money with a film. Yeah. But the idea to spend 150 million bucks and you put it up as new release. On the streaming thing, and then it disappears after two weeks out of your surface, and you only find it if you put the title in the search system. That is not the way to make any money with a hundred fifty million dollar film. It's just completely absurd. Yeah, you can also not always say, "Oh, five hundred million people watched half an hour of that show or an hour of that show." That is not an equivalent to actually paying money going to the movies. It's like they say always, like I know that they said it like on Citadel, whatever, on Amazon, they said 500 million views uh, is like uh, $200 million box office. No, it's not. Stuff like Citadel, that action bullshit stuff from the Russell Brothers on, on uh, Amazon is shit. They still spent $200 million to do the show, but A, the show is shit, and B, nobody would pay a dollar to watch that in movie theaters. Nobody. It would made $5 million box office. No, I agree with that. The race for content. They, uh, they're so desperate to have as much content as possible. Yeah, but only for some never... users. But, 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 you know, like the Russell Brothers, they are a multi-billion operation with 150 employees. But I still don't know what films they did. I mean, that is the thing. It's like they betting, a lot of the streamers betting on the wrong talent. Well, the Russo brothers did like Captain America or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's all crap. All that stuff. Only, <laughs> you know, but only we know why Captain America, all that Marvel stuff made so much money because you spend $250 million to make that films and then they spend $200 million to win the box office battle. 
but yeah. they don't make box office like whatever uh, uh, you know when when you release a film and uh, it, it it has legs or people like wow that is a great film and then you gain something they're all front-loaded event films they only work two weekends and then they're dead because then is after Captain America camp, camps the, the Ant-Man and then Black Adam and then Superman and then Batman and then the Joker and 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 and, and. it's like bullshit well, that's like something that you said online recently, where when you were young, there used to be like three event films a year, and now there's like 70 event films. Yes. Yeah, it's horrible. Horrible. Now, yeah, so I have to move on. We're done with the podcast for today. Talk to you soon. Yeah, yeah. Wait one second. Uh, let's say to yeah. our fans, guys, please uh, follow us on Twitter. Uva Ball is Uva Ball 7. I am Gary Otto Zero. There is also the Uva Ball Raw USA main hub on Twitter. And uh, we will see you next week. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, guys.